everyone, and welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley. I'm the one on drugs this time. Oh my god, this never happens. <laughs> Roll reversal, <laughs> Justine got sick. <laughs> I was like, Ashley does it so much, I just want to be like Ashley. <laughs> what did you come down with? Peer pressure. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So- At least it's not like a, a week ago when like I barely had my voice, you know? Yeah. And we did that one episode where you <laughs> lost your voice and then found it again. It was magical. It was because of the tea during the movie. <laughs> I just came to your house and it's like a, a plastic bag full of loose tea and it looked like I had drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and your whole like tea making. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't just like, oh, I brought tea bags. It was like a whole operation where you're like i need to borrow this and this and we're gonna do this and there's like 12 steps involved and in the end i'll have magical tea it was good tea so what's our podcast like i know like oh we're, right. we're talking about sickness and <laughs> all of the times that we've been sick but we haven't really talked about what well you know what people love to do when they're sick watch rom-coms this is true like legit like did this heal you this movie <laughs> yes no i think i woke up like even more sick <laughs> <laughs> valid very valid um yeah we watch rom-coms we talk about them we're watching them in chronological order we're in the year 2001 and what a year it is <laughs> in the distant past it's Seems so close yet so far, as I think we'll talk about yep. when we discuss today's movie. Ashley, take it away. Well, today we, well, technically last night, we watched 2001's The Brothers. And mm-hmm. today we're going to talk about it. Because, <laughs> and, and I think you would agree, this movie was not for us. <laughs> no, but... I'm really glad that we watch movies not for us. Oh, yes. I would just say we were not the key demographic. There were things in there that, like, Sam was like, are you going to, like, understand this movie culturally? And I'm like, I will find out from Twitter (laughs) if I don't understand. (laughs) But I didn't think there were anything, like, super culturally lacking of understanding. But it definitely was was not for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Here's the DVD.com description. Four close-knit African-American friends test the limit of honesty and commitment as they bar hop, climb the career ladder, and increasingly fall in and out of love. Along the way, their friendship is tested and one announces he's getting married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sounds very much like the plot synopsis of The Best Man. Yes. This movie stars Morris Chestnut, who we previously saw in The Best Man. Uh, Shamar Moore and D.L. Hughley. 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 It was directed by Gary Hardwick, who also put his book in the movie. It was edited by Earl Watson. <laughs> his book? Yeah, his book. <laughs> Derek was Wait. reading his book in bed when um, when his wife was oh. trying to, to do the do. And he was like, no, oh. man. <laughs> okay, game on, Gary Hardwick. This was his first movie. Yeah. <laughs> The assistant editor was Gail Dufossi, and the apprentice editor was Chris Mautorny. Miss Torney? Miss Torney, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, independent film, very small crew, yes. of course. Yes, as always. It was rated R. It's an hour and 42 minutes long, and it's rated four stars on DVD.com, a Netflix company. It's very highly rated on DVD.com and people, yeah, yeah. I keep people saying like, see that. this is like real life. Yeah. That's what the people, most people were like, this is how like actual life is. They really like the movie. I would say that from the dude's perspective, there were a lot of things that the women did that I was like, no one would do that. No yeah. self-respecting female would do that. We have a lot to talk about. I am not. I uh, yeah, there's this like line I'm straddling right now. Like, if you ask me, like, what do you think of the movie? I'm like, I hated it, but I thought it was good, but not all of it. Or there were some characters I really liked, but then they were also terrible. Yeah, it's like well-rounded terrible characters. <laughs> well, I think what I did like about it was that 
there was no central relationship outside of the friendship of the brothers that really were were our focus. Like the the romance side of it was not the quote unquote central relationship. It's actually how men exist in their little ecosystem of between mm-hmm. other men and how they discuss relationships, which I thought was really interesting. Some of it felt a little too much either on the nose or to like whoa what <laughs> like mm-hmm. there were a couple lines in there that I, that um brian who is the quote-unquote asshole of the entire movie and all the guys know it but it's like yeah he has and does he get better no, no. <laughs> and and there is no resolution to his story which i kind of liked because they didn't redeem him which i thought there's was nice. kind of a resolution <laughs> Kind of. Well, you don't know who's like terrorizing his car and who's like shot. Well, you know who shot up his house, but that's yeah. That was not. That wasn't Brian, who you thought was like. Right, 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 right. It was um, what's his name? Who's on Criminal Minds now? Terry. Yeah. Terry. Yeah. We're gonna go through all the guys in a minute, but I really liked that there were complete women characters to each of the the male characters like they each had like a a partner and that person also kind of like you knew about them as well you didn't get like deeply involved with them as you did with the with the brothers but i expected that because obviously Mm -hmm. the movie is called the the brothers Mm -hmm. so i was really happy that gabrielle union was in this movie (laughs) yeah she she can act (laughs) she can even with terrible material Yes, that's what I'm like. You you are the sunshine of my life right now, Gabriel Union. Her and Mama, they were the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go through everybody so we're not confused. Morris Chestnut played Jackson, who yes. was, like, the main character. D.L. Hughley played Derek. Bill Bellamy played Brian. And Shamar Moore played Terry. Now, Gabrielle Union played Denise, who was with Jackson. Yes. Tatiana Ali was also in the movie as Jackson's sister. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lewis as the mama. Mama. Mama Lewis. Mm-hmm. And we had other f- characters. Sheila was Derek's, Derek's wife. wife. Uh-huh. Bibi was uh, Terry's fiance. Slash murderer (laughs) yeah and also appearance by julie benz who i just wrote down darla Darla. (laughs) as uh jesse and that that buffy shout out (laughs) oh the dated 2000s of slay yeah so yeah there was a full cast of characters there were lots of lots of plot happenings and just a lot of time passage what who out of all of them mm-hmm. was your favorite brother? Oh my god, my favorite brother. Yeah, I found like Terry to be the least offensive, but he wasn't in it a lot. That's true. I would say Derek, except I really don't like that he was forcing his wife to give him head. <laughs> so that was his plot line Derek, so Derek's storyline was so poignant and like with the times of right now because right now social media is all up in arms against DJ Khaled for uh, say in an interview in 2012 saying that he expects it from his wife but he doesn't go down on his wife mm-hmm. and so that whole storyline was just like I, in my head it was far more entertaining because I'm like I want the rocks commentary on this. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that tweet from the rock. Who's just like at DJ Khaled. I try to protect myself in all performances. Dot, dot, <laughs> dot. Eyeball emoji. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Get it, Dwayne. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so here's the thing is there is nothing wrong with giving head either if you're a man or a woman there is nothing wrong with it it's if you're going to force someone or make it an expectation that that's that's what makes it in the wrong whereas like personally 
I don't like it. I really don't. For me. Like, I'm no. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah. His his storyline, I think, was, out of all of them, the most entertaining to me. Yes. Uh, you know, with Sheila, she wanted to give him head, but only when she was comfortable doing it. Yeah. And it seemed like she was working up until that point, but he was really forcing it yeah. upon her, which was not cool. Like, I'm completely like, that turned me off to his character a lot. Even though, yeah, he was the most entertaining and kind of like likable. Well, and I think he of- does learn. Like, when he goes back after they've they've signed the separation papers... And he goes and shows up to her work and he's like, you know, I realized that you shouldn't have to do anything that you don't want to do when you're like making you uncomfortable because I love you. And that's that's what matters and blah, 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 blah. blah. And it was kind of sweet. And then. Yeah, but I feel like it didn't really learn because he got it in the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what I say is like at the end of it, it was just like he should have. He should have not gotten it, but like alluding to it later at the wedding, like they did it in yeah. the bedroom or something like because that's where she was comfortable or. Yeah. Yeah. They found like a comfortability aspect of it. But but I did. I genuinely liked and was been entertained by the progression of that relationship for some reason, because I, yeah. I felt like that was the most natural relationship. Right. Yeah, it really, the marriage really worked for me. And you know what? I really liked Sheila. Yeah. Like, every time Sheila was on screen, I was just like, she's so pretty. I like, and like I don't know. There was something I'm like, I was entranced her. Her eyelashes were fucking on point. Oh, my God. And her, her makeup. Yeah. I, I, in most scenes, her eye makeup. Yeah. She was, <laughs> she was working it, like, all over that movie. <laughs> Sheila, teach me your secrets. <laughs> yeah. She, I'm like, Sheila, you're so pretty. That's how I was watching them. I'm like, she's so pretty. Derek, you love her? Yeah. You give her the last piece of your meal? Mm-hmm. Sir? Oh, my God. That plot point I knew you would gravitate towards. <laughs> that It's love when he gives you the last uh, piece of food on his plate. I, I was really kind of sad that Sam didn't watch it with me. Because I was like, see? See? I give you the last chicken nugget, bitch. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> just because i'm I'm all about one-upping my husband a little bit <laughs> oh another thing i really liked about this movie is that they were all young professional black men you know yeah that's what they totally like made this movie for them as you were saying yeah and that was great to see this image on screen yeah and it was it was nice from a standpoint that it showed that we all have those same internal like clock moments where like especially Jackson's character he's like I'm about to turn 29 like oh my god I I don't know my life is gonna end after 30 and it's like no dude like you got lots of time like uh yeah that was a little too tropey for me I'm like oh god turning 29 can't be a kid anymore no but I I liked I kind I liked it from the aspect of it's it's a similar theme that goes throughout humanity like that genuine mm-hmm. like nervousness of getting old or feeling like you've missed your opportunity or yeah um, or like your, the your next chance. person I date yeah this next person I date it really should be you know someone I could see marrying you yeah know? yeah like I I liked that aspect of it yeah it was definitely tropey but I think we get stuck on this country seeing our differences so much that we forget to see our similarities as just humans. So it was just, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to be like, Oh, like this is a connecting point. This is, this is something that is, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, straight, gay, anything. We all have these same similar anxieties that come up about our age or about, you know, missing opportunities and missing chances and, and, going through it even though we have these huge massive differences we shouldn't allow those to separate us something else that this movie brought up that i think is one of the things that we can't lend our experience to would be being a person of color and dating outside of your own race and how that is different for the men and the women Mm -hmm. like the women pointed out that the men could date any of the other races that they want, but the women had to stick within their own race. Yeah. Well, and that's definitely a, a cultural thing. I, I 
coming from a Catholic family, I, I feel like there is some pressure within Midwestern white community to stick within your own race. Like it would be seen as somewhat still taboo in a way, even though we've as a country we've grown. Yeah, I'd also like to point out that the same year uh, the movie Save the Last Dance came out. Oh, yes. Where we saw the the interracial couple as the main, you know. Yeah plot point of that movie yeah so it's it's still something that we're dealing with today i mean like i said it's almost 20 years later that this since this movie came out and we're still dealing with very similar issues within interracial couples and within the way that everybody sees one another like we're still so fucking far from being considered fully equal but we are a little bit closer in that regard yeah than when this movie came out yeah okay so this movie takes place in la but it was like it's it was like a very new yorky la i think it was like la suburbs like la outskirts of la because it wasn't downtown la it wasn't city of la no 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 it was it was like inglewood inglewood (laughs) i was about to say inglewood Ashley, talk about how this movie began because it was so interesting that I I texted you and I'm like, are you watching this? What? What did I just see in the first two seconds? So it opens up with this very stylized, blown out shot where you're not quite sure what you're looking at. And my first note is heaven. Yeah, it's like, what? And then nope. (laughs) It's it's basically a, a woman in a bridal gown with her veil on and she's pointing a gun directly at the Mm. camera and then we Mm. are startled awake with jackson yeah it was a dream it was a commitment dream dream. (laughs) commitment dream which he then goes and talks about to his therapist yeah that commitment is death oh my god i love that they showed the therapy in this like i was so happy i was like that's a that is a very confident black man in a therapist's office. Good for you. Like, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the points. <laughs> and then we went downhill. Yeah. She gives him the advice that next time he dates a woman, that he should try to be her friend first. first yes. Oh, yeah. Which I'm not sure that he did, but I guess he did. I don't know what he was doing before that was so different with what he did with Gabrielle Union. Yeah, they didn't really show that aspect of it really well. But do you think that that's good advice? Oh, yeah. That's the Nora Ephron advice. <laughs> yes, it, this is true. But I mean, like, in the uh, like the way that she put it, like, go out, find a woman, and befriend her. No, no, no. Her. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, go out tonight. <laughs> find a woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right now, the next woman you see, <laughs> befriend, be- befriend her, because women are not objects. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's totally good advice to to you know find find common ground and find common interests with women that you might want to date later on. Don't expect it. Like that's the mm-hmm. whole thing that I get I get a little leery about when you hear the whole be their friend first. It's like. Ah, but then you blast women about putting men in the friend zone and and yeah all this other this whole expectations Mm-mm. yeah yeah just go out find somebody and be common like there can be yeah intergender friends what's the saying of like women are not vending machines that you put in coins of friendship till they pop out sex <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> I'm stealing everything from the internet today. <laughs> I really want Sam to like make that into a graphic. <laughs> so we see the other brothers ending their days. We see that they're all businessmen, doctors, lawyers. Um, Brian is a lawyer and Brian calls the judge a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, first we see Terry and the intern. Like oh, this intern. Yeah, wait, was no woman. What no. the fuck? Holding his hand. Is there anything else I can do for you today? I'm like, D- am I watching a porn? <laughs> then her sweater came off and I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. 
sometimes as i texted ashley i was like there were definitely lines from women where i'm like this was written by a man you can tell right here 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 <laughs> resist the pussy <laughs> that's still my favorite we'll get to that <laughs> um yeah so I don't even know. Yeah. So they're playing basketball. Terry tells them about his interaction where an intern was jumping on his junk and he turned her away and he's like, no, after two months of dating BB, I am a one woman, one woman man. Yeah. That, and that, that whole section made me question like, cause I was trying to figure out why the intern did that. I was just like, did he like have sex with her and he's like the quote unquote magic peen of this movie and now all she wants is the magic peen? Like Mm-mm. I was trying to rationalize the fuck out of that scene because it didn't make any sense. Nope. Don't even. Don't even. In this scene, we also learn that Derek is married and we learn that Brian is done with black women. That's yeah. his arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay when he went after the sisters like that i was like what are you talking about that was the worst i'm gonna say that for everything brian does yeah Yeah, he was like the sisters are always angry and you know they're always big and they got the big booties and they just they worried about their baby daddies and all this other stuff what are you even what 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 and like later on when they reveal his mother's storyline i'm like oh it's because he's mad at his mom like this whole aspect is that he is mad at his mom and he is taking it out on the sisters and i'm like no as he's got issues he's the worst character when julie ben's laid it on him with the uh there's one thing that black women and white women have in common and it's we don't put up with be uh bullshit men i was like Mm -hmm. valid valid argument (laughs) right there (laughs) give it all to him (laughs) yeah but he still didn't even like learn no he didn't he did not learn at all which i felt was kind of refreshing for for a romantic comedy movie just because he didn't end up with any like manic pixie dream girl that was saving him and he didn't he didn't change in the regard that you know, most romantic comedies will expect you to like where no, all of a sudden but they are totally for women. I really, I honestly wanted for him a resolution with his mom. He did. I don't know why it happened off screen. Yeah. That was kind of bullshit that like all of a sudden he's like, I love you, mom. I love you too. And I'm like, what, what, how did we earn that? Yeah. Like she was in the movie, like in two scenes. And then all of a sudden their issues are resolved. So like his mom loves him again. And then he goes and he asks out a black woman, which cool. I don't know. Yeah. I could have done. Cause I, he still, Brian. he still didn't, he was still dogging on everybody who was getting married. He was just like, mm-hmm. you know, what are you doing that for? Like commitment is the worst. Nah, commitment. And ah, I hate women kind of like not as much mm-hmm. as I did before, but I still do. It's just like, you got issues, Brian. Yeah. And they kept calling him out there. Every yeah. time he gave advice, they'd be like, we are sick of you hating like this woman hating thing that you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you so woman hating? Like Brian is totally a men's rights activist. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm like, let's just 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 do without Brian. Less of Brian. Like, if we had like more of Terry and less of Brian, I think that would have been enjoyable. I wanted to know why BB had a gun. But that was introduced way in the beginning. Was she a cop? Ha- having sex month. I don't know. It was something where she went to the range. It's she was a gun person. She liked guns, so she went to the range. But what the fuck why. is she carrying a forty five around for? Yeah, I don't know the whole like carrying and it was she, it didn't even fit and she in her an, purse. Yeah, and she was an expert marksman as they said. So. She was she not. <laughs> okay. So, I think we covered everything that happens at the club except Terry announces that he's getting married and like pretty much all the guys get upset and then he's like, "What?" And then they all back him up again. They're like, "Okay, we'll be brothers." But the whole like they've been together 2 months. Yeah. That needed to be explored a little bit more. So at the park, Jackson meets Denise, played by Gabrielle Union, and they're both 
not looking for relationships right now. What? Cut to them immediately having sex, yeah. which was great. Also, <laughs> her introduction was so stalkery. It was a little terrifying because yeah. she's taking pictures at the park and she's just random. She randomly starts taking his picture. Also, as a doctor, why are you meeting your patient at a children's park? I think that it's just a tight knit community. Like, I don't know why he was at a children's park or maybe he was just walking by. I mean, like there's a park near where I live that has children. Yeah. No, no, I get that. It just it didn't make but, yeah. sense. <laughs> Her talking to him, it felt like she already knew him. Yeah, and he was. She was taking her, his picture, and I was, like, oh, okay, he knows her. Nope, he has no mm. idea who this random woman is taking his picture. I'm like, that's just stalking. Like, mm-hmm. if if the roles were reversed in any other way, that man would be arrested for for leering or peeping or whatever. Like that. That was just strange. Yeah, but then. They have sex, which is cool. And then we start getting kind of the structure of the movie where everybody's kind of going through the same thing. Like one couple has sex, then another couple has sex and kind of furthers along every plot point. When Sheila and Derek are in bed, this is where we learn that she won't give him head. And I like her line, if I had a dick, would you You suck suck it? it. Yeah. (laughs) And I love the hand gestures that she did with it too. She's yeah, like, she's just like, I would had you? a dick. <laughs> would you suck would it? Would you suck it? Yeah. It's like, get if it. If I had a dick, would you suck it? <laughs> this is another uh, song montage thing that ja- uh, Jaslyn can add. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about the problematic issues with that storyline that's the thing it's just like i think we've already hashed out two people three almost three people's storylines already because they're so simplistic because we're telling four stories at the same time yeah there was definitely parts where i felt like the transitions were off in some way it was either too quick or something that i was supposed to notice became a really big deal like in the beginning came up became a really big deal towards the end and it's like i have no memory of this because that was two hours ago <laughs> so there there was just like a, pa- a weird pacing vibe that i got from this oh wait can we go back <laughs> to this uh, sleeping because then brian yeah. who had picked up darla at the club they are having sex and she goes and gets him some wine and then he's in bed. He goes, can you get me a sandwich while you're in the kitchen? And she's like, yep. I'm like, what is this? I mean, when did that become like a trope? The sandwich oh. thing. When when did it, it was, is it around this time? I'm not I, sure. Maybe it's hit its height like seven years ago or something. Yeah, because I feel like it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, the whole get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, you can't say that shit now. No! <laughs> this is pre-offensive, probably? Well, and know. and my whole thing was, I'm like, Darla. Darla. Darla, why? You would not, Darla. Darla, Darla, find your cheerleader outfit and get the fuck out of there. Just <laughs> yeah. go. Go find Angelus. Go on a murder spree. Get it all out. And then maybe go turn this guy into a vampire. I don't know if the director was trying to say that white women are more pleasing and subservient or if this was just playing into like kind of Brian's fantasy. I felt like it was playing more into Brian's fantasy because I didn't Mm -hmm. I I felt like there wasn't a lot of commentary on on white women within that Mm -hmm. that cultural aspect of it. There was more of a Brian's disrespecting the sisters. So he's doing the ultimate disrespect by flipping and deciding not to date them ever again so it felt Mm -hmm. like it was more that julie ben's character was solely there to piss off somebody which it did it would when they go into the diner later on Mm -hmm. it does it does piss off the judge lady Mm -hmm. does brian have a magic penis why was the judge stalking him (laughs) i don't feel like she was stalking him i think she Honestly, I think she was the stereotypical angry black woman. Okay. And that, and I think that was what was, was also part of Brian's fantasy. Like he wanted to prove 
that black women are this stereotype and look now I have the evidence kind of Mm -hmm. just and that that was all painted in very I wouldn't say subtle strokes but and I wouldn't necessarily say broad strokes so I'm just gonna go like right in between broad and subtle because it may be that I'm missing something there but she definitely I don't feel like the judge was there for any other purpose than to be a stereotype so and since it's all we're all seeing it through Brian's POV it yeah. makes sense that that falls into his his fantasy yeah. and just his every time we see the judge she's got the line like what you say to me yeah well in in like the I want to say implicit bias because it's not implicit bias it's more she's validating his opinions on things and he's using yeah. that to continue to woman hate yeah but he was never being respectful no and that's what he wasn't seeing he was seeing that he was Mm -hmm. feeding he was validating his opinion by feeding the monster essentially yes you got it okay so the next section after the sex section is the family or mother section mama mamas and i'm not quite sure how much time has passed because it seemed like Denise and Jackson had been together for It felt a like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, it felt like a moment. Like, more yeah. than a minute, a moment. <laughs> it's not the moment, it's the movement. It's the movement. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a family party for uh, Cherie's graduation, right? Yeah. I wrote down, Mama is pretty great. <laughs> I just texted you and was like, yeah, Mama's the best. Because <laughs> she just comes in and she is just like, I am feeling myself. And that's it. And she looked good. Yeah. Like, her cleavage was fantastic. Like, yes. that's hard with big boobs. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they go their places when they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, mine are nowhere near as big as hers, but, like, even mine, I'm like, why are you over here? Why mm-hmm. can't you be, like, <laughs> here? Yeah. In what your, are you doing way over there? Yeah, in <laughs> positions, please. <laughs> so, we learn, okay, Jackson's mom and dad have been divorced yeah. for a while. Yeah. Because um, he was stepping his, out. Yeah, his dad does come to the party with a girlfriend. Who's French? She doesn't speak any English. <laughs> oh, oh, she was Canadian. That was, She was French-Canadian. That was strange. Oh. Uh, we do learn the advice from Mama that if a man loves you, he gives you his last piece of food. Which definitely everybody took seriously. Yes. <laughs> like, when Denise was like, Jackson said he loved me. Aw. But he didn't give me his last chicken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's sacrilegious. Well, I think it was Mama's way of saying men will say that they love you, but you won't. You can really know within their actions, which actions when they put that when they put you before themselves. Yes, when they show this type of care and and respect, that that truly is love. They because mm-hmm. words only go so far. Like in the, the words only go so far when explaining the truth or how they feel. Because I think a big part of this movie, which is kind of what I liked, is the men had all of these feelings that they just didn't know what to do with. Like mm-hmm. Jackson was very angry at his father and was really ready to be grown up and show that he wasn't his father. Mm-hmm. Brian was just angry at his mom. His mom was being withholding of love. Yeah. Derek felt, I feel like he was dealing with feeling lack of respect or, or involvement in the relationship almost. Like, I think that's what the metaphor was for, for giving head was it was not necessarily about the act itself. It was just about how he wanted equal partnership within the relationship because he did get married when she got pregnant and he wanted, you know, her to respect that in a way that he was a good man. It's it's loose, but yeah. I think that's what they were going for. I have no idea about Terry. Like, I think Terry just didn't know what he wanted and he was just dealing with I think he was dealing with cold feet in a way or dealing with feeling like 
if he settles down now, what happens when the next one comes along? Yeah, is with Terry, they said he used to be a dog yeah. like Brian. Yeah. And now he's suddenly just cold turkey, like giving all that up and he's going to settle down. He's going to settle down hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he feels like that's the only way that he can. Yeah. Like withdrawal. Like he was addicted to sex and so he has to just go into rehab. <laughs> yeah, but did you see him with those strippers? <laughs> oh, he, I'm not saying that he was tempted. Boy was tempted all over the place. But it was still a thing of him dealing with that. And I think that was the trigger for later on when he is like, no, this isn't what I really want. I'm not ready. And it was because Mm. of the strippers. Like, because he still was handsy and enjoying himself with the strippers. Like, he started to be probably worried around that time of like, well, I'm never going to be able to touch this again because I've picked this woman like what if she's not good enough what if she doesn't match up to my expectations what if i get bored all of these like things Mm -hmm. which are really like honest emotions and i feel like we don't allow men specifically to deal with emotions like that like that fear we're like no you're not allowed to be afraid be a man you know be brave like be the hero of the story and that kind of forces them not to deal with with fear really well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so, her response was not okay. <laughs> <laughs> In any sense of the word. Okay, so we learned that Denise and Jackson's dad had a thing at some point. Yeah. Derek goes to see his mom in the nursing home, and now he's using her as leverage he says you're gonna move in with me and my family and that's a thing that his wife does not want to happen (laughs) yeah his uh mama is still thirsting for for fred yes like hard yes like jeff goldblum reading thirst tweets hard (laughs) (laughs) mama is on the the fred train yes (laughs) and there are no other stops Mm-hmm. She looked really good when she was dressed up for dinner, though. Oh, my God. She looked amazing. With that like, shawl? Who dresses up like that for dinner? Like Mama. <laughs> like goals. Seriously. <laughs> no, 100% okay. next time I will be dressing up for dinner with, you know, my hair did and a shawl. A beautiful black and pink, like, satin shawl it's amazing and her necklace oh yeah looks so good on her decolletage and she was beautiful she was showing skin but not a lot of skin and Mm -hmm. like classy skin she had this beautiful beaded black dress i was (laughs) i was feeling it yes mama was your favorite 100 every time she was on the screen i was like okay i will stop playing the dots game and i will pay attention With the men, not so much. Especially Brian. Every time Brian was on the screen, I'm like, dots, connect the dots. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Jackson and Denise, here's a tropey thing where she is going to tell him, and she does the, there's something I got to tell you. He's like, but wait, let me tell you how committed I am to you and that I love you. (laughs) And then she's like, I'm going to keep my secret now. (laughs) Then, Then he doesn't give her the food. And then she's and like, I want to tell you my secret now. <laughs> and But she can't. No, because cause he loves her. Because feelings. Feelings, so feelings. Okay, so then this is when all the, the women get together, which was cool. Ex- <laughs> except a little bit written by a man. <laughs> um, they're all talking about the brothers. And Tatiana Ali is what was preaching. This for? I'm sorry, I, I'm like just remembering. I have no idea what they were getting together for. It was a shower. For BB? Maybe. Okay. Maybe it was. The, it was for it was a shower for somebody. Then Denise, why are you making it all about you? Maybe this this is why BB shot up that house. <laughs> She's like, nobody's paying attention to my storyline. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty. Sorry, BB. Your storyline sucks. <laughs> BB, please don't put that gun in my face. Please. Okay, Tatiana Ali preaching that... To resist the pussy. 
reject the pussy. It's just like, okay, it's cool if... Here's the thing. She's like, I don't need a man. I'm like, that's cool. You don't need a man. But you don't need to deny yourself sexual pleasure, especially if you can pleasure yourself. Yeah, that was confusing to me. Because I, I, I was like, oh, what neo-feminist plot is this? Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to be equal by not allowing ourselves any type of sexual pleasure? Okay, I don't think that's right. But yeah, that completely lost me. I was just like, don't like not deny, don't deny yourself sexual pleasure just because you don't want like the whole like relationship man drama. Because essentially she was saying, I don't need anybody but me. Mm -hmm. So like for me, when she started off on that, I was like, oh, so you're saying you have a vibrator and that's Mm -hmm. all you need. That's fine. If that's all you need, that's all you need. I don't care. Then she started off on reject the pussy and it's like, what? What? Yeah. What? She said that the men, I don't know, the men turned them into sexual objects by naming it the pussy. And I don't know, there was something, something like that. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I missed. A, the, it might be something that we just are missing. But I mean, I looked it up online and there was not much info. But Mama's advice, of course, is good. Yes, as always. She says, a woman is strength. And where are the rocks that the men stand on, essentially? Yeah. They are out. They don't know who they are until they find a woman. Well, and I love the part where she was just like, men don't understand love because we invented it. And I'm like, yes, the sass. (laughs) Yeah, she says, do not be timid with love. Yeah, which is right. No one should be timid with love. Love is love, is love, is love, is love, is Mm -hmm. love, is love, is love. And that's all it is. And there's nothing nefarious about it. It's the most sought after emotion in humanity. And when you have it, you should hold on to it for as long as you can and allow it to grow. Because if you try to keep love on the same, even, straight keel for your relationship's duration, you're going to fail. Because love needs to ebb and flow and grow. Mm -hmm. I did not mean to rhyme. Miracles and blessings. (laughs) (laughs) Miracles and blessings, y'all. Miracles and blessings. Oh, my God. She was my favorite next to Mama. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, then we have the bachelor party with the guys. A lot more of Brian and Terry talking. Brian being like, don't get married. And Terry calls him out and be like, okay, you're jealous. Like, I'm sick of your shit. I'm sick of just just straight up stop. I don't want you talking anymore. (laughs) Bye. Talk to the hand. Derek gets a stripper and, you know, wants head, of course. But then when she starts, he's like, no, 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 I can't. I can't. And then what does she say? <laughs> the man can't make his dick do what his heart, heart doesn't, doesn't want. want. Yeah, his man can't make the dick do what his heart doesn't want. Like, that was a very Wise philosophical words. stripper. <laughs> she got $50 for that. Yeah. And what is the joke that he made about Republicans? <laughs> oh, Yeah. She she was like that would be fifty dollars and he's like that's very Republican of you and I'm like what what okay so plot point this whole bachelor party is taking place in Jackson's dad's house oh I didn't get that yeah that's why they're in the bedroom that's why like immediately they walk in the bedroom and they're like man it's so great that your dad let us use this place and I'm like there's a plot point (laughs) because then. Denise calls, leaves a message on the phone for Fred. Yeah. Being like, I'm going to tell Jackson about us. Bye. Like, who leaves that message? Just to have a plot point. (laughs) Who has an answering machine anymore? But then he goes right away to confront her. Like, she was in In the the shower. shower. (laughs) She is dripping wet in a towel. And he's like, we are having this conversation right now. I am really upset with you. And she's just like, well, I'm just going to make you love me. You're not going to dump me. You're going to love me. And you're going to accept me for me and all my flaws. 
and then he dumps her. <laughs> that was a very strange conversation. Yeah. It was trying to be too, like, rom-com memorable lines, you know? Yeah. When people, like, aren't speaking, like, exactly how people speak, you're just like, what are you, you're trying to, like, make quotes. Yeah. Well, and it, it didn't even make any logical sense in a way because it's like you can't force somebody to love you just because you say that you're going to it it just it comes off very to me it comes off very horror film like Mm. i'm like she gonna stab that man now (sighs) like run jackson run but just run away from bb too like run away from everyone (laughs) well she was i think getting at like she knew that he loved her and was going to miss her yeah that's true so i guess like the whole when you come crawling back to me you you remember this yeah (laughs) then we get that famous time passage sepia montage nope i mean was that (sighs) didn't it look like a final cut transition (gasps) yes oh my god i had i had such the feels Watching this movie of something that I had seen a peer of mine had edited like way back in the day. Like stuff that we had used for our editing classes. Yeah. It had like such that that vibe. It was I was that's a that's what I just had like old school editing. Because it feels. didn't it did not need it at all. Like the the little vignettes that they shot would have been perfectly fine as as a, a traditional montage or you could have done something different in a way like it just felt weird when you freeze frame and then it goes to sepia and then it goes to the next shot it just feels like i don't know what they're trying to convey through that it feels wrong it feels like a mistake Mm -hmm. like that's something that i i for the listeners when i say something feels like a mistake i mean like it feels like there was no other way to rectify the situation so they just went with a cop out essentially instead of trying to be creative about it it doesn't come off that way it's 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 literally like this feels like a wrong answer on a test and you will get your points docked for it that's that's what mm-hmm. i mean by when it says like it feels like a mistake within the editing because there's definitely different ways especially in a montage with vignettes. Like there are so many other ways to do- go about this than doing a freeze frame, a sepia transition fade in, and then a swipe. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. It was, it, it's very of the time. You could never do that today. Yeah. Okay, so at this point in the story, we're getting mostly Jackson's furthering storyline. Yeah. Jackson, when he visited his mom and saw that she was going to have dinner with his father, he is really upset about it. He says, he's going to break your heart again. And she goes, I can handle that. When I think what she was trying to say was, that's not your responsibility. Mm -hmm. It is my responsibility to make sure that I am taken care of the way that I deserve to be taken care of. You as my son can worry about me. But you can't tell me how to live my life. But then she says, Denise loves you and you need to go get back with Denise. But that's just the mother thing. Yeah. Like, you know how mothers are. It's like, you can't tell me what to do, but I can tell you what to do. You my baby. Mm-hmm. Well, then Jackson goes to his therapist and he straight up says, I am giving up on love. No more of this love. The love. End. St- it was like the love stink song from yeah. the wedding singer. Also giving up on therapy. Bye. Yeah, I was really upset about that. I'm like, no, this is the time for therapy. So then uh, Jackson has a surprise party for his birthday and his dad talks to him at the party and they really argue. Yeah, this is where his dad almost like beats him up but apparently this is something that really like shed the light for his father yeah this moment yeah which again it's something that happens off screen his revelation yeah that he needs to quit playing around see what he has in front of him and be true and honest be a man yeah there's another scene at the club where the guys do not have a good night (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, yeah, because that's when all of their ex-girlfriends show up with other men. Uh-huh. Yes. The guy that Denise had was beautiful. Like, he was a sculpture. Wow. <laughs> she traded up. She was dating down. 100. If she could get a guy like that, she was dating down. Like, Jackson, <laughs> Jackson, you need to respect that woman. She chose you. She did not have to. She chose to. Okay, and then we see Sheila and Derek get separated with lawyers and stuff, final paperwork, which is really sad. I really, I know we keep saying like they're like what he's doing is shit, but like I really like them as a couple. Yeah. Well, they had gen- like it was a genuine like married couple dispute or or mm-hmm. uh, not really argument because i really do feel like at least within the performance that we saw they genuinely cared about one another he was letting you know the disappointment of not getting a bj Mm -hmm. get in the way of you know a genuine love like he was out of all of them he was probably the luckiest Mm -hmm. i like the way that they portrayed that because it was he was he was kind of the luckiest when he made the right, the quote unquote right decision for standing by his woman and marrying her when he got her pregnant, which I think is a really nice commentary of there are different ways of being a man. And one of those ways is making sure that your family is taken care of. And when you don't, when you let these little insignificant things get in the way of it, you will lose something that you actually really will miss and really will care for, like you really cared for. I think when you've been married for a long period of time and you get comfortable with somebody, you kind of forget how much you'll miss that if it's gone or when it is gone, like how hurt you actually are. Like it's that whole quote of, you know, you won't under, you won't appreciate something as much as uh, when you lose it. And Mm -hmm. so I think he needed to, to quote unquote lose her to have that realization, which sucks. But it is definitely a very common thematic trope. And the yeah. and probably one of the most effective. Because we've all had somebody that we've lost. That we've genuinely cared for. And the, the after analysis of everything was... Oh, wow. I really let go. Like, I really let something really good go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Terry gets his cold feet... Doesn't want to marry PB anymore. Leaves her voicemail. Voicemail. What a like, dick. Uh, yeah. Like that's the out of everything in this movie, that is the most dickish thing. Like <laughs> two weeks before your wedding, and you mm-hmm. call it off in a voicemail. That's why she was so mad. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that. I think that was the one thing that pissed me off the most. I was like, you were just hiding from everything mm-hmm. she deserves to put on her damn wedding dress and shoot you <laughs> like she deserves <laughs> it after all that bullshit deserved 100 percent. no sympathy for you terry and this is the i think the nice moment in the movie you were talking about where all the guys get together play basketball and reveal their problems yeah and talk amongst each other and actually one of them comes to the conclusion well, maybe maybe we're the problem. I was like, hey, man, <laughs> preach. Finally, <laughs> a, a self-analytical man. <laughs> Where are you at? Why you take so long? <laughs> Welcome to humanity, bro. So then things start to turn around. Derek visits Sheila at her office. They miss each other a lot. So they reconcile. She hasn't. She gives them. Go ahead. She gives him head right there. Yeah. Did you notice that she was still wearing her wedding rings? I did notice that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, she does love him. Like, she loves <laughs> him a lot. Like, fuck you, Derek, for being a dick, but go back to her because she deserves it. She she deserves your love and you deserve mm-hmm. hers. Stop being a dick about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so... Ryan's car has been jacked up by an unknown stalker. So the guys go down to his house to help him out. Because he can't start his car. Right. And then BB shows up and shoots up the house, as you said, wearing her wedding dress. With her damn Colt 45. And then so Jackson 
gets the bright idea to go talk to her. And then, of course, it's the vision that he's been having the whole movie. Yeah. The, the bride with the gun. Well, it's like facing your fears. Yeah. And then he talks about his problems and what he's learned. How it's not all right what Terry did. Yeah. But you you need to allow yourself to, like, feel that love and that hurt in a healthy way. Like, yes, bro. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. If you guys love each other, then losing each other will, you know, will hurt him and then he'll come back. Yeah. If the love is real, they'll come back yeah um so yeah he was able to r- wrestle the gun away from her at this point and then terry comes out and he's like oh hey hey babe hi sorry and then they do the cry slap hug thing mm-hmm. which is very common in movies and then we see a wedding but it's the wedding of jackson's parents mama got what she deserves yay yeah i I wasn't expecting it, and I loved it. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be Terry and BB getting yeah. married. Same. I mean, I I am hoping that Mama and Fred just took their reservation for that wedding and just done <gasps> yes. it up, did it up nice. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense. Her veil. Can we mm-hmm. talk about her veil for a second? Mm-hmm. With the pearls down down it. Oh my god. I. <laughs> She's just fashion queen, okay? She was. <laughs> she every time, every scene, her outfit was amazing. And her wedding dress was gorgeous. Like the the mm-hmm. the big sleeve, the, the bell sleeves with the 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 lace. It's just mm-hmm. Mama, will you plan my other wedding? <laughs> uh so Fred meets up with Jackson and says, Thank you for waking me up. I know like the, the father's supposed to teach the son, but you taught me and you, you've changed me and made me a better person and then denise is there and first she's just like i don't even want to be here i came here for mama i'm gonna go there's not even any cake left and he says here have my piece of cake and she's like oh oh this is love okay i take you back <laughs> that's all anybody needs it's just you to give them the last piece of cake i mean no. that would 100 percent work on me I know. That's I know. <laughs> the end. Yep. <laughs> doo doo doo. I will say the bloopers were great on this movie because they were all the all the, the dick alternate chunks. lines. Yeah. For like, I will suck your dick, <laughs> and I would suck it good, suck it hard, suck it real good. <laughs> wow, wow, amazing, uh, amazing. I was thinking. That we would do a hashtag accurate. That's fine. I feel like it's like four commitment phobic guys. Yeah. Are getting older. Four commitment phobic guys. Friends. Four commitment phobic friends. Learn about love, life, happiness, and how to please a woman. Oh, yes. (laughs) In, In this film about romance but most importantly about friendship oh nice 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 not our not a one of our better ones but you know no it's it's a hard it's a complicated movie yeah but it definitely has a heart like mm-hmm. there were really terrible things that i didn't like about it but it, it had it had this heart that I really liked. And and Sheila should win all of the awards with Mama. Yes. Oh, my God. Makeup on point. Ashley, what would you rate this movie? I'm having a hard time. Yeah, this is a really hard one. I didn't think it was going to be that hard. But this is really hard. Because there were a lot of really nice themes to this movie. Like showing men dealing with their feelings kind of honestly. Which I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I feel like most movies today it's you got to be a man you got to be strong you got to you can't you're not allowed to have feelings like feelings don't matter love doesn't Mm -hmm. love love is love love is for women blah and i don't feel like that did that because these men really did want love like in the end that's all they wanted was was the lovins i think i'm gonna rate it higher than i thought i was going to going in Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna give this movie a solid three wow Three um, dick jokes. Three dick jokes. 
I'm going to rate it a little higher, but I find it still problematic and I really don't see myself watching it ever again. Like it was a hard one to get through. Like I had to take a break like an hour in. <laughs> so I'm going to give it two last pieces of cake oh. and share with you. I share oh. my cake with you, Ashley. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, this is... See, Justine's better than Molly Shannon leaving a fucking piece of chocolate cake sitting on a plate in serendipity. Don't you? Th- yeah. I, I have remembered. I have not forgotten. Ashley never forgets. <laughs> not about cake. No. I'm going to read a mailbag. We got a mailbag. Another oh, one, Ashley. Another one? Did I not see this yeah. one? This is from Jenny from the Wives Tales podcast. I love the name. She writes, these two make me smile. Five stars. Aww. <laughs> a breath of fresh air in a movie podcast. Y'all are a perfect pair and make me feel like I'm listening to a couple of interesting friends. This podcast is a delight. Three exclamation points. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. Jenny. You're a delight, Jenny. Yeah. She can have Hashtag some cake. Pod squad. She gets some. She Jenny. Can, Jenny can have some cake. Jenny, come over here. Have some cake. <laughs> <laughs> it is a limited resource. Good cake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next time on the podcast, we are watching 2001's Kissing Jessica Stein. Isn't this a lesbian movie? Yes. I'm excited. Ish. It's 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 lesbian ish. Or is it a bisexual movie? Hmm. She does go from dating men to possibly seeing how the the female dating pool what that what's that like? So she's sexually fluid, probably. Go with that. This this is a w- weird time in in movies. Yeah, because nothing was ever. It was it was you're gay, you're a lesbian, or you're straight. None of this in between and, shit. And we'll see we'll see how it how it holds up to today. Yeah, I'm interested. Okay, so hey friends, if you like this podcast, maybe head over to our Patreon because we have a lot of goodies over there that you will continue to like. We also have like one, if we get one more Patreon, we will set up a Twitch channel. Yes, (laughs) I'm very anxious about like, oh shit, I have to like learn how to do this very soon. We've been playing Minecraft too at night. A couple, mm-hmm. like a couple of days this week, and I bought a new mouse to play Minecraft. Ah, uh, shit! Yeah, thinking about inviting some patrons on our on our server to play with us. Oh, do it! To play, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've noticed on our our Patreon, if I haven't already, I'll be sending out for our four dollar level. People are getting pins and stickers, brand new stickers. The pins we've amazing. had a for a while. Yeah, but now it's like I've been able yeah. to, now I can package them and send out like double goodies. Come on over for the $4 and get the goodie. Like you get goodies. You get like a full package deal of homemade goodies from us. But then also I'll be starting something new for our $4 patrons. Uh, perhaps some secret podcasts in the works. You know. Mm-hmm. Secrets. Secrets. Still in development. But I mean, we still love you for $1 patrons and like i said in the video if you're a one dollar patron you want a sticker let me know because i will send you one sticker because i love you because these people like i'm so fucking jazzed that these people support us that i love them and i'm just like hey, giving out stickers everywhere i'm like stickers for you stickers for you i'm oprah of stickers <laughs> 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 oprah of stickers <laughs> at least they're not they're so bees <laughs> they're not bees i will not mail you bees <laughs> um that's so yeah, patreon.com slash cutaways podcast. I've been making videos and stuff. And yeah, so there's been a lot of extra content over there. Our website currently is the cutaways.com. It still exists. I'm just it still fight- exists. I'm just fighting with it right now. If, if and if you wake up one day and it's just all broken, just Ashley Rage quit. <laughs> and currently the only place where you can find all of our episodes. Yeah. The first th- 13 episodes are only on our website right now. So yeah, jump on over to our website, thecutaways.com. We're also on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. You guys are awesome with gifts. I love them and I will 
gif you back all day every day um you can subscribe to us please then you'll get the podcast as soon as it's released except for the first 13 episodes except for the first 13 um on itunes and stitcher most places you can find podcasts we are there leave us a rating and a review and we'll read it here and we love you and i think i've said everything if you want to email us a review you can do that too like if you listen to like you download the episodes from the website and you want to like hop into the conversation you can totally email us well thanks for uh listening to this episode thanks for joining us in the blanket fort it's been fun bye i can't harmonize with you when you're not here yeah well i can't sing when i'm sick it's been the worst that's true god damn it Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon.